The views and opinions expressed by various contributors to 98.5 CKWR and its radio programs are their own and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of 98.5 CKWR Wired World, Inc., its broadcasters, staff, or volunteers. Listeners are urged to use their own discernment and draw their own conclusions. Good morning. My name is Rob Danielson. Welcome to Visions in Sound. Now, for those that may be joining me for the very first time, Visions in Sound is a movie, TV, and video game soundtrack program that I produce each and every week right here on 98.5 CKWR. Well, here we are, show number 43 of 2022 and show number 1,148 if you're keeping track that way. This week, we continue into Halloween Horror Month with the 40th anniversary of Halloween 3. Now, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, is a 1982 science fiction horror film and the third installment of the Halloween film series. It is the first film to be written and directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, the creators of Halloween and Halloween 2, return only as producers. Halloween 3 is the only entry in the series that does not feature the series antagonist Michael Myers. After the film's disappointing reception and box office performance, Michael Myers was brought back six years later in a film called Halloween 4, oddly enough called The Return of Michael Myers. Now, Halloween 3 departs from the slasher genre and instead features a witchcraft theme, of science, with science fiction aspects. Now, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill believe that the Halloween series could have been an anthology series of films that centered around Halloween night, with each sequel containing its own characters, setting, and storyline. Director Wallace stated that there were many ideas for Halloween-themed films, some of which could have potentially created any number of their own sequels, and that Season of the Witch was just meant to be the first. Now, despite the poor box office reception of the film on a budget of $2.5 million, wow, that seems like such a low amount. You could barely get a catering job. You can barely get catering for a film these days for that much. Halloween 3 
made a profit by grossing $14.4 million at the box office in the U.S. But it was also the poorest performing film in the Halloween series at the time. Most critics gave the film negative reviews. Now, reevaluation in later years has given Halloween 3 new legions of fans and established its own reputation as a standalone cult film. Now, I had never seen the film, discounting it as the red-headed stepchild of the series. It was by chance that I went to a double feature. The film was shown after a local film, Three Dead Trick-or-Treaters. I gained a new appreciation for the film, and it quickly became a seasonal favorite along with John Carpenter's The Thing. We'll get into that next week. The soundtrack was composed by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth, who had worked together on the score to Halloween 2 and several other films. Now, the music remained an important element in establishing the atmosphere of Halloween 3. Just as in Halloween and Halloween 2, there was no symphonic score to speak of. Much of the music was composed to solicit false startles from the audience. The score for the score of Halloween 3 rather differed greatly from the familiar main theme of the original and sequel. Carpenter replaced the familiar 5/4 piano melody with an electronic theme 916 against a steady 4/4 played on a synthesizer with beeping tonalities. Howarth explains how he and Carpenter composed the music for the third film. This is Alan Howarth quoting here. The music style of John Carpenter and myself has further evolved in this film's soundtrack by working exclusively with synthesizers to produce our music. This has led to a certain procedural routine. The film was first transferred on a, to a time-coded videotape and synchronized to a 24-track master audio recorder. Then, while watching the film, we compose the music to the visual images. The entire process goes rather rapidly and has an instant gratification, allowing us to evaluate the score and sync to the picture. This is quite an invaluable asset. Now, one of the more memorable aspects of the film's soundtrack was the jingle from the Silver Shamrock Halloween mask commercial, set to the tune of London Bridge is Falling Down. The commercial in the film counts down the number of days until Halloween, you know, Eight more days till Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. That one. Uh, beginning the day with day eight, followed by an announcer's voice, Tommy Lee Wallace in this case, encouraging children to purchase a silver shamrock mask to wear on Halloween night at 9 p.m. with the big with the big giveaway. The score has been released in many forms, including a. Uh, uh, including vinyl, but it also has been released uh, on the Verez Saraband label. But what we'll be hearing tonight, or today, rather, if you look at it that way, today is on Alan Howarth's own label, the AHI label. So here's some music from Halloween 3.
And with a little bit of music from the 1982 film Halloween 3. That's music by Alan Howarth and John Carpenter. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I'm also available on Good Pods, a downloadable app that you can download for your phone or such other type devices. And I'm also available on Apple Music as well. So welcome back to Visions and Sound, as this week we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of Halloween 3. Now, when approached about creating a third Halloween film, original Halloween writers John Carpenter and Deborah Hill were reluctant to pledge commitment. Carpenter and Hill agreed to participate in the new project only if he was not a, if it was not a direct sequel to Halloween 2 which meant Michael Myers would not be the focus of the film, though he does appear in the film very briefly in a um, in a preview, I guess you could say, of uh, the, 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 the horror film that they're actually showing on the, the TV, which is Halloween, the previous uh, 1978 film. So now John Carpenter revealed in an interview that the original director for Halloween 3 season of the witch was Joe Dante. Now Dante quit in order to direct a segment of of Twilight Zone the movie just weeks before principal photography was scheduled to start in April of 1982. The film was the directorial debut of Tommy Lee Wallace. Although he was not a newcomer to the Halloween series, Wallace had served as art director and production designer for uh, John Carpenter's original Halloween and had previously declined to direct Halloween 2 in 1981. Now, in this case, and believe me, this was an earworm that will be with you all day if you are <laughs> so inclined. Um, the song London Bridge is Falling Down was chosen as the Silver Shamrock Jingle. It comes as no surprise because it was in the public domain. Yeah, prepared for prepare for this to be stuck in your head all day. You're welcome. Here's some more music from the 1982 film Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, with music by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. Back in just a bit. <laughs> Ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Happy happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Happy happy Halloween, Silver Shamrock. Happy, 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 happy,
And with a little bit of music from the 1982 film Halloween 3. That's music, of course, by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. Now, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also try me online at visionsinsound at, uh, sorry, at uh, facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am also on the Twitter at visionsound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. And I'm also on Good Pods, and uh, you can just a downloadable app that you can put on your phone or other type devices. And you can also go for applemusic.com. Now I'm going to take a few minutes out here and talk about something that's um, being currently kickstarted. But it's semi-sort of related to the uh, uh, semi-sort of related to the um, to the horror genre that I've, be, I've been talking about the entire month. And uh, in this case, I'm going to go with a little bit of uh, of the the document, the up and coming. Hopefully, the once it, if it's if it is funded, the upcoming documentary for Scored to Death. Now this is a very interesting uh, a colleague of, of mine from and I do and I do another show on a another um, another uh, actually I do a podcast on a website called uh, Cinematic Sound Radio and uh, the host J Blake Fischera is actually written two books oddly enough called Scored to Death the Dark Art of Scary Movie Music. And in this case, um, they are going for a documentary to kind of pull all of these interviews together and that sort of thing. Now, here's just a little background on what's going on with this. The critically, acclaim, the critically acclaimed, sorry, scored to death book series explored the craft of horror film scoring in greater detail than ever before. Through in-depth interviews and many of the genre's greatest composers, now author and filmmaker J. Blake Fischera is creating a com- companion documentary that examines the importance of music in horror and how the genre's most beloved films and franchises use music to help craft cinema's scariest stories. Now, the documentary is currently in production and will be shooting throughout 2023 uh, with an anticipated release in 2024. And will feature interviews with many of horror's most talented and iconic composers and filmmakers. However, the size and the scope of the film will be determined by the funds raised by the campaign. If you are interested in helping out with this, and I have helped out with this as well. So just go to kickstarter.com slash projects slash scored to death movie. That way you can help out with, uh, um, maybe a donation, even if it's just as small as 10 bucks. That's how long low you can go. But there are extra little perks that come with the higher, the, uh, the, the donation or the higher, the, the pledge, uh, the more you will get like the uh, digital copy of the film or a physical copy of the, of the Blu-ray so, stuff like that. And uh, a CD that's going to be released of music, of music written specifically for, uh, this, this particular project, that kind of thing. So definitely give it a chance. Definitely sit back because this guy knows what he's talking about. And uh, if you if you're if you're if you're really interested, check out Cinematic Sound Radio and uh, check out his 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 uh, show Scored to Death. 
there's some really, really good music. And of course, as you've heard tonight, there's some really, really good horror, horror score music that goes with it. In any case, like I said, if you're interested, check out definitely kickstarter.com slash projects slash scored to death movie. I will definitely check it out. And like I said, I have made a, I have made a pledge. Now, where there is 10, was it 10 days? Yeah, 10 days left in this campaign. And um, hopefully we'll be able to do this because this is really cool. I am, uh, I'm, I'm psyched to see what this is going to be like. So as I've mentioned, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound@gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound, and all one word. I'm on the Twitter at visionssound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. You can also try me on Good Pods and uh, Apple Music as well. They are both podcasting services. I'm also available on other podcasting services, but the two main ones are Good Pods and Apple Music. I really like to kind of promote them as well. Also, if you are interested as well, it is it is into the fall season now, and, uh, you know, if you want to be stylish, you want to be warm, I am wearing a hoodie that comes from the comes from my website. So if you want to help support the show a little bit, uh, it's it's a small amount, but it's it's definitely support. Um, Check it out. Go and uh, check out uh, my website, visionsinsound.ca, and uh, check out uh, some of the some of the uh, items that are available. You can keep warm either by a cup of uh, buying a cup for your cup of coffee or a cup of tea, or you can get yourself a really nice hoodie. And these are warm hoodies. I will say that these are extremely warm hoodies and I'm very, very happy that, uh, uh, you know, I'm wearing one tonight cause it is, it, it was a little chilly earlier this week and uh, these are really, really good, good quality hoodies. Keep you warm. Definitely. And you can get it with the visions and sound logo on it. And who, who would not want to be caught with one of those on? So yeah, we are reaching the end of the year. I mean, we are almost at the end of October. Hard to believe. We are nine days away from Halloween. Nine more days till Halloween. <laughs> anyway, don't want to. Sorry. Sorry about that. Anyway, one of the things that I, I do want to talk about is getting close to the end of the year. And, and I do like to talk about the best of shows, which are going to be at the beginning of 2023. First, usually the first three shows of the year are my best of shows. So those are the kind of shows that I really like to um, kind of have a thought about. Now, sitting back, um, have a li- have a listen. Uh, I'm not going to play any, any music just right now, but I'm going to mention some a couple of things here. Um, if you have a favorite score or if you have something that you would like to talk about, one of those things that you can uh, you can you can send me an email. You can go on my website. You can give me a message there. But let me know what your favorite score or scores plural are of 2022, and we can talk about that. And uh, I will make decisions based on those those requests or not requests, but uh, those suggestions. And there are so many other things going on uh, in in the upcoming weeks of the show. I've mentioned a Halloween show. 
creeps, creatures, and things that go bump in the night. That is definitely, definitely coming up. And uh, just be prepared for that. It's going to be a very extra, I think an extra special show. I'm going to have some, I'm going to have a guest that I think you will definitely, definitely be happy that, uh, um, I have the guest for the show because, uh, it's premiering in a, a new, sh- a new show is premiering next week. Um, not after, after, uh, in the mix, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at that. And I'll leave the host to, uh, to talk about what the show is about. I'll leave it till next week. So yeah, the end of the year is very much almost upon us. And I'm really, like I said, I'm looking forward to, to getting to the best of, but like I said, if you have a suggestion for a best of 2022, by all means, visions in sound dot, uh, visions in sound dot CA is where you can leave them, leave a, a, a comment, or you can also uh, send me a, an email at visions in sound at gmail.com. I'd be more than happy to be able to talk to you about um, what what is going on with the show. And also, I'd love to be able to just be able to sit back and go, hey, I'd love to hear what your best what your best of 2022 is. I have my po- I have my choices. I have my my picks and that sort of thing. So I'm going to leave it at that now. That being said, and I will, we will return to a little bit of the music of Halloween three in just a little bit, but something I wanted to mention, I actually have not been a huge fan of the Halloween series of films. To be honest, I thought the first film really didn't pick up until it got close, very close to the end. A little disappointed, but uh, not completely unheard of. Um, I trying to remember if I saw two. I know, well, obviously I saw three, like as, as recently as tonight, I was watching it, uh, just to get myself uh, psyched up for the show. And believe me, it is a, it is a fascinating film to, to, to kind of go on, to go off the rails of the Michael Myers story and go off into a different direction. And it definitely does that. It's a little bit cheesy in parts, but there is actually a really interesting kind of a, uh, of a, of a startle, um, as was mentioned with the, the, the music being used to startle the audience kind of being used as sound effects in any case. So yeah, the, uh, um, but going back to the, my idea of, of the first movie, I actually went to see Halloween ends for me, um, Halloween ends ties in more with Halloween three, a little closer than you would actually think. And if you've seen the film, you'll know what I'm talking about. In any case, Halloween three and Halloween have a very interesting, uh, juxtaposition. Like I said, I watched the 78 film was a little bit, like I said, doesn't really pick up till the end. Halloween three or sorry, Halloween, Halloween ends. If you haven't seen it yet, I say, you know what? wait for it, wait for it to come out on streaming or video because I went to see it in the theater and saw it with a good audience, but was, I don't know. It was just, it, 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 maybe it's just because I'm older now, but the horror films don't thrill me the way, the way they used to, uh, in any case, well, you know what I'm going to do? 
uh, to take us to the top of the hour. And also to mention that uh, Scored to Death, that dark art of scary movie music, the documentary based on the Scored to Death book series by Blake Fischera. Um, go to kickstarter.com projects or slash projects slash scored to death movie. Trust me. Uh, if you are a fan of horror music or horror movie music, or even if you're just a fan of horror and you want to see something really, really cool, check out, um, his, his Kickstarter page and maybe consider donating. In that case, I am, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the 78 and 81 films and maybe even skip over three and go right to the Halloween four film as well. But we'll, we'll, but, uh, for the next little bit, I'm going to be playing a little bit of music from the previous and future Halloween films. And this is from a, um, a release on BSX called the sound of evil. It's pretty cool. It's actually a really cool uh, uh, um, release if you haven't seen it. Uh, I believe you can find it still on Apple Music. Uh, just type in Sound of Evil. I'm sure you'll find it. In any case, so this is going, this is going back a little bit to the, um, to the, uh, the 78 Halloween film, the 81 Halloween 2. And if I get, if I'm, if I'm so inclined, I may jump ahead to Halloween 4. And we'll do a little bit of music from that. So this is actually a little bit from John Carpenter and John Carpenter in association with Alan Howarth and then Alan Howarth, if I get to that point. So we'll be back in just a little bit. Oh, by the way, I just want to mention this is that uh, a, a, a colleague of mine, his uh, girlfriend, she said that she would never watch Halloween again because the theme scared her.
Christ with all of their hosts. You may think they scare me, you're probably right. Black cats and goblins on Halloween night. Trick or
And with a little bit of music from um, Halloween's 1, 2, and a little bit of 4 there, that's music by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth. Well, welcome back to Visions and Sound. And if you are interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also find me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also find me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I'm also on Good Pods. You can find me there as well. Uh, if you're into podcasting, you can also find me on Apple Music if you want to find me that way. So welcome back to the show. As uh, this week we are celebrating the 40th anniversary of Halloween 3. Wow. I watched the movie, like I said, just, just before the show tonight, uh, probably around uh, 8 o'clock, 7, 8 o'clock. It's, it goes off in a very interesting direction. I will say that. Uh, Michael Myers does show up in the film, but it's a very brief, brief cameo, I guess you could say. Now, it's interesting to note... It's interesting to note that despite the fact that uh, that that uh, the, the film is not a slasher movie, it does have horror elements to it. And I mean, Halloween is generally considered fun. But what this diabolical um, maniac in the film will say, uh, is the, 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 the head of, of, uh, the, the silver shamrock company. Definitely. Um, wow. It's it, his, his approach is really messed up and uh, I'll just simply leave it at that. If you have not seen this film, give it a chance. It's one of those films that you will, you will go, you'll either love it or hate it. That's the, that was the thing with me. I appreciate the film for what it is, which is a reflection of the era, which was the early 80s, and also very much a um, a departure from, at least an attempt at a departure from what John Carpenter was, you know, he's, is he going to make the same movie for, <laughs> for forever and ever, which end up turning out kind of to be? Uh, in a lot of cases, kind of re trying to reinvent the, uh, the wheel with, uh, Halloween, Halloween two, Halloween four, Halloween five, um, Halloween six, the revenge of Michael Myers. I believe the one after that was H two O and there was a bunch of other ones as well. It's, it's, it, but ending, ending up with, you know, the two Rob zombie films, the, um, the three Halloween, Halloween kills and Halloween, ends all of that. So yeah, I've only actually seen, okay. And, and I, and I hate to admit this as kind of a semi sort of horror movie fan. Although, you know what? I always tell people I'm not, and it's true. I'm really not a huge fan of the movies. I really don't get, um, the idea of, of, of a jump scare. And I mean, sometimes it's fun. I will admit uh, John Carpenter's The Thing really, really speaks to me. It's a really cool movie. I don't know. I just, I'm just not into the whole idea of horror, which is odd because I'm doing a 40th anniversary of a horror film and Halloween Horror Month is my favorite month. 
And it's kind of a contradiction, I know, but it just, I don't know, I, I'm, I guess maybe I am, I'm a horror movie fan after all. In any case, I'm going to continue on with some more music from Halloween 3 in this case. Uh, this is music by John Carpenter and Alan Howarth, and I will be back uh, in a little bit and uh, maybe talk a little bit more about uh, my experiences with the Halloween series, including Halloween 3, which, like I said, I just watched tonight a mere, probably a mere four hours ago. So there's that. Back in a little bit.
and with a little bit of music from the 1982 film Halloween 3 that's music by Alan Howarth and John Carpenter. Well, if you're interested in any of the film, television, or video game music that I do play here on the show, by all means, you can contact me at, of course, visionsinsound@gmail.com. You can also try me online at facebook.com slash visionsinsound. I am on the Twitter at Visions Sound. You can also try me on my website, visionsinsound.ca. I'm also on Good Pods, if you're into the podcasting thing, which will be up in in about a couple of hours' time. Also, you can find me on Apple Music as well. So I'm going to continue with a little bit more music from Halloween 3, but something I've noticed that uh, I've been listening, as, as I've been listening here, you can really hear um, the particular... Sound of the era, I guess maybe is the the best way of putting it. And so it's interesting to note that the the there there is there are aspects of this score that that are at least the sounds that show up in stuff like the Terminator, which came out in eight, in eighty four, and as the thing, which actually came out a little bit later that that same year. I'm just I'm just noticing that, and and like I said, you hear it, you you listen to enough of this this these this music, you hear that. So I'm going to continue on with some more music from Halloween Three, as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary of said film, and I will be back in just a bit.
little bit of music from the Halloween 3 film from 1982 as we're celebrating the 40th anniversary. Well, it's interesting to note that uh, in the most recent film, Halloween Ends, the look of the opening titles is nearly identical to Halloween 3. Now, had things gone differently for Halloween 3, I think the Halloween series of films would have looked very, very different. Well, that's all for me this week. Thanks for hanging in, those that did. As we continue into 2022, nearly over, I hope as you're getting on with your day that you realize just how awesome you are. Never let anyone tell you any different. If you're ever not feeling right, there are people out there who care about you and are willing to chat. If not family, then some professional who can help. As Rocky said, nobody hits harder than life. I know from personal experience just how hard it is for me to sit behind this mic week after week when I feel like no one's listening. I would never have made it this far without the support of a team of people behind me. If you or someone you know is in crisis and needs help, resources are available. In case of an emergency, please call 911 for immediate help. The Canadian Association for Suicide Prevention, Depression Hurts, the Kids Help Phone at 1-800-668-6868, 1-844-HERE-247, and here 247.ca all offer ways of getting help if you or someone you know may be suffering from mental health issues. Join me next week as we conclude October Halloween Horror Month with the annual Creeps, Creatures, and Things that Go Bump in the Night with another 40th anniversary celebration, but this time John Carpenter's The Thing. I'll end off this week's show with a suite of music from Halloween 3 from the aforementioned BSX album Halloween, The Sound of Evil. I will be back next week with more Visions in Sound. The big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. <laughs> <laughs> 